It's happening. It's the afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Stay calm. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the afternoon stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. clock here in the music city so you know what time it is time for the afternoon stretch here on nashville sports radio bruno reagan devil mckenzie zach williams all present and accounted for on this post super bowl monday edition of the afternoon stretch hope everybody is doing well it's a nice day outside makes no sense it was like 30 degrees this morning and now it's like almost 70 today so enjoy getting sick soon because that's what's going to happen if you want to get involved we want to talk to you 615-844-5600 whole show today talking everything over the weekend and of course the super bowl or the big game you got to say the big game that's what that's the whole thing now uh 615-844-5600 bruno reagan how are you doing today Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, another day. Another day. Another day older, and the Kansas City Chiefs are still your Super Bowl champion. I'd love to take a moment and really bask in that, by the way. I'd love to take a moment and really, really – because Travis Kelsey, they're getting the Georgia treatment right now. I think Travis Kelsey, after the game was immediately over, he was like, you know, everyone counts us out. No one believes in us. And everyone's like, yes, we do. We think you're the best team in football. You're consistently the betting favorite. I just want everyone to know I did – prey on the Chiefs' downfall, and it just shows how much power I have in the grand scheme of the metaphysical world that they do not care. I'll tell you this. This year, he has a bit of a point. Like, as the season went on, it became less and less true, but at the beginning of the year, there were a lot of people no, that didn't think like, Russell gonna Wilson is going <laughs> to... Yeah, they were like, Russell Wilson, I mean, the Raiders, look, they got Devontae Adams, now the Chargers, yeah. this is going to be the big step-up year for Herbert. None of that was true. Patrick Mahomes played the every all these games with a high ankle sprain. That is absolutely absurd that he was able to perform. He that rush at the end. He had like that forty something yard rush. I mean, and you can see it. Everyone was like, "Oh, how's he running on the ankle?" What do you mean? He's like about to break Hobbling. his own teeth. He's <laughs> biting so hard on himself because the pain is so great. What a what a comp- hey, Patrick Mahomes. Frankly. The greatest football player that has ever stepped on this planet. And I can I feel confident declaring that right now. I don't care what he does with the rest of his career. I can look at that guy forever and be like, that was the greatest football player talent. Like, that was just the best football player that's ever stepped on an NFL field. Tom Brady, forget it. I don't care. I get it. Yeah, you were on this before the show. So you're you're done with Tom Brady. Tom Brady is number two. As the GOAT. He's Tom, number two now. Tom Brady is number two. Because there's a level of dedication Tom Brady did to get to that longevity, but pe- but with it's it's the way I looked at Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, I was like Aaron Rodgers might be the most talented. Tom Brady did have the most success. Like Patrick Mahomes sprinted by Aaron Rodgers, hundred percent better than Aaron Rodgers. Sprinted by him, yeah. No, I, nobody can argue Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers, which was something you can't they coach. Had. You can't coach Patrick Mahomes. You can't coach him. If you're a coach for Patrick Mahomes, you sit down and you enjoy your free ride straight to OC or head coaching job. Yeah. Aaron what are you gonna what are you gonna <laughs> coach? Oh, Patrick, can you stay in the pocket here? He's uh, if Patrick doesn't look at you and spit it <laughs> slap you in the face a little bit, what are you gonna do? You can't coach this guy. Everything he's just He's the he's the best. He's he's simply the best. He is simply the best. You give me five hundred million dollars? 
You quit it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You give me $500 million, I don't know what I do. He takes it up another level. Yeah, it's a different person. It's a he's a he's a completely person. different person than in a league filled with different people. You know what I mean? And I say different. I don't mean race, creed. I mean different mindset, different ability Apex level. Predators, yes. predators, but in different ways. Jalen Hurts is like the strongest quarterback I've ever seen. Those Eagles, like fourth and ones, third and ones, they were draw. They would quarterback sneak it like five yards. It's how strong they were. Jalen Hurts got crushed on that two-point conversion, but he willed his way in with like an 800-pound squat. That is impressive in its own right. Yeah. No, that guy – There, there's a lot from this Super Bowl that you could take away and say, I could see three more years back-to-back Super Bowls of this. This could be your Super Bowl from the – I don't see a team right now because they. I think they, the Eagles have a pretty good cap situation uh currently right now they're gonna pay Jalen Hurts I mean blank check I they dra- their entire starting offense was drafted except yeah. for AJ Brown he was the only person that wasn't homegrown on the Eagles is Which that we'll not talk- absurd we'll talk about that here is that not absurd too. oh it's crazy they they are an amazing team and I don't see a team in the NFC that's going to be able he- to re- legitimately give a shot against them now here's a hot take that okay. I want you to marinate in Nick Sirianni is along for a free ride right now. I don't know. I don't really. I don't really think this guy is the X factor in the Eagles. Like bringing him in is what's finding them success. I think uh, this is a dude that's along for the no, ride. No, I, I think. I think there's. I think there's something there. I think a coach has to be good. We've talked about this. The team can be great, but the coach. has to do is something Hunt, to Hunt made it to the Super Bowl, you know, and then you see what he's doing in Tennessee. You know, I look like, at it like Andy Reid. Andy Reid was a good coach before Patrick Mahomes. I yeah. do believe what we see in in Patrick Mahomes is unlocked because of Andy Reid. Like Andy, that like, is true. And Bill Belichick said this on Tom Brady's podcast when he retired. Coaches like they don't really push players to another level, but they sure can pull them down a mm-hmm. level. Yes, like coaches can yes. hurt players. Absolutely, I think Nick Sirianni is the right guy for that Eagles team. He's not pulling. Yeah, he's not. I mean, pulling him these crying at the national anthem. First off, proud American. <laughs> Everybody, and even my dad, who is a staunch Chiefs fan. I mean. Would say terrible things about the Eagles right before that game, just because they're playing on the other side. When he saw that, he was like, "I like that guy now." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "How do you not like that guy right away?" I everybody fell in love with him, just crying at Chris Stapleton. Which, by the way, oh, oh my gosh, Chris Stapleton. Sorry, Whitney Houston was amazing. Chris Stapleton, that's the best national anthem of all time. Was it over? It was over by three seconds too. <laughs> uh, it went under. Did it go under? I thought it was two oh five. It was. It was two oh one. Different books might have. Different. I don't know. Yeah. That one, I, it was all over the place. I heard the line was 205, and then it made 207 or whatever. I'll have to relook at it. But I, I heard all over Twitter that it was under. Either way, Amazing. I mean, top yeah. tier, best national anthem we've ever seen. We've ever seen, ever heard. Now, will it be somebody better? Yes, because he set the bar now, and somebody's got to reach it. But it, now Whitney Houston is number two, and that takes nothing away from Whitney Houston. But Nick Sirianni crying before that game, top Top five moment in all Super Bowl history. That was amazing. Those were real tears. That was not fake. That dude is an emotional, um, just an emotional person, and he wears it on that on that field for that team. And I think that team needs somebody like that. So I think you have a guy like Jalen Hurts. He needs a guy that, on that sideline that's young and wacko. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of what Nick Sirianni is. I think he's a good coach for that team. I think he's perfect for that team. And because what they're Fair doing, take. what they're doing isn't like groundbreaking. The, the 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 fourth and one where they're I mean it's automatic 
They could have they could have moved the no, whole field not, doing that. Yeah, play. they they and they do play to Jalen Hurts' strength. They like they had the running back on the left side. They had they had, what kind of formation they had? They had like a they just had like a duo right, and they were like, all right, we're gonna put a tight end left on the weak side, running back left, and then just sprint it out. And it's our guys versus your guys. Who wants it more? Yeah. And they got the two point by that, but that's their entire game. You know. Yeah, it's 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 insane how much uh, how how easy it was. How easy it was for them to, I mean, to be on the other side of the field and to just absolutely know there's nothing you're going to be able to do to stop that fourth and one short play that they're going to run. And they've been doing that all year. That wasn't like a Super Bowl thing. It was highlighted now because of the Super Bowl. But that is that is a top-tier team built. They're, nobody in the NFC is touching them mm-hmm. for at least four Three years. I'm giving you three years of the the Eagles will get a Super Bowl in the next. Cowboys three years. will compete with them. Who the, are the teams that will? Compete Cowboys with? feel like they're about to go over the cliff. I mean, what are you going to just keep riding Dak out there? Is he going to figure it out? <laughs> I mean, you guys had enough time. So I, I, they are going. The Eagles are still going up. I mean, especially with what Jalen Hurts did. What he was asked afterward, he said, "You know, what what did you take away from this game?" And he said, "Uh, you know, uh, you either win or you learn." <laughs> and we learned tonight. And so, I mean, that guy's winning a Super Bowl in the next two years. Next two, three years. 100%. I'll put money on that right now. I will say Jalen Hurts does. Jalen Hurts is is kind of, um, yeah, there's no fancy word needed to describe it. He's the example of how you approach hard things. Because he's had, Jalen Hurts is a privileged young man in the sense he's had the opportunities of Alabama, Oklahoma. But in those extremely low chance opportunities, he has, shown the mental fortitude needed to risen above when things go wrong. And that's something extremely impressive. He talks about his experiences being benched in front of everybody, frankly. Right. You think you're the man, all of a sudden you're not the man. How do you react? He goes somewhere else, he's the man. He Then he gets drafted second, and then everyone was like, why are we drafting this guy? We have Carson Wentz. You know, it's He's been a real poster child he's for a running back. He, I was mean, like, he's going to be a running back. He, I mean, he's really like, when people t- think, when people post on TikTok or Facebook, like, I'm working out, I'm a stoic, I'm basically Marcus Aurelius, the Roman emperor reborn. You're not that guy. Jalen Hurts is that no, guy. No, he is. Like, he approaches everything in such a – being stoic is not even about being emotionless. I guarantee you it's emotional. I guarantee you that loss hurt. But it's it's doing what's needed to find the result you want. And he knows, yeah, there's he's got more years of life. So, yeah. No, the Jalen Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. That team's going to be good. There's for a, a lot time. of teams where it's like these guys are, have to get one, right? And frankly, not everyone can get one. I mean, look, Philip Rivers never got one. Matt Ryan never got one. These guys were super long and successful NFL careers, and they they never get one. So some of these guys might fall through the wayside. Joey Burrow, Jalen Hurts, who you'll never know how how someone's career is going to end up. It's 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 crazy because I like Jalen Hurts is better than all those names you just mentioned in my mind now. I don't know if he's all, better. All of them. I don't know if you, the problem is, is I don't know how I don't know how to judge. I can I can judge Patrick Mahomes above everyone else right now, and I feel fairly confident in that. I don't know how to even judge Jalen Hurts and and Joe Burrow. They're just such two different players. Jalen Hurts is what the Baltimore Ravens wish they had in Lamar Jackson. He he has the scrambling ability of Lamar Jackson, well, but Schwartz, he has the actual arm talent. Mitch Schwartz said it best when someone – he always does these Q&As on Twitter after he retired. Eagles all pro right tackle for a lot of years – or excuse me, not Eagles, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, what's the what's the most important trait in a football player? He was like strength, and not strength as in you can bench press a lot. Strength that your body can handle the load of a season. Yeah. 
And Jalen Hurts showed he can handle the entire load of a season, a very brutal season. I mean, he had nicks and boo-boos everywhere. It was like, wasn't his shoulder separated only three weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. And he's just absolutely out there like a freight train. You know, that's the important thing. And that showed up, by the way. Yeah. That shoulder on that last throw. Yep. That was clear that I it was mean, either the it was a mix of everything. It was the field, the shoulder. I mean, just just yeah. couldn't get it down. That that looked like Devlin throwing the ball out there <laughs> at that last play. Uh. That, an amazing game, though. Top-tier Super Bowl. Everybody is moaning and groaning about the Juju Smith-Schuster hold, all that kind of stuff. First off, it was a hold. Greg Olson, everybody's just absolutely bending over backwards to talk about how great Greg Olson is as a color commentator. I don't know the guy personally. You've met him personally. I have no idea. He could be a great guy personally. I think he's bad at the job. I think he's bad at the job, or maybe not even bad. He's boring at the job. But then to hear him sit there and put all this like, I don't know, I don't think that's a hold. I don't think that's a hold. Even Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee came out, which a guy that I think both of us really like. He comes out right away on his Instagram, and he's like, I can't believe the NFL would make a call like that. That's a ticky-tack call. Well, why do we call – why do we demon – the NFL is the responsible for every – the NFL did – it was one – it's a referee. It's one guy. He's like, you know, it's not the NFL – and also, it's the it's the call because that's what happened on that play. Like, yeah. why call any penalty in the entire game if you're not gonna call if you're not gonna call that? I get it. It's at the end of the game, but does that one singular moment win the Chiefs the game? No, I didn't guarantee them the game. Chiefs were they scored on every play or every drive in the second half. They just kept going down the field and scoring. Never stopped. Never stopped. I mean, the Eagles beat themselves by their fraud secondary, which that's what they are. That secondary, everything we talked about, especially Devil and I on Friday, that NFC schedule that the Devo Eagles did secondary, say they were all trash. The Eagles, the Eagles secondary was talking crazy to Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, and they were not focused on the Kansas City Chiefs. No, there's a lot of trash talk between Niners and Eagles defensive secondary. The <laughs> secondary got a Torched. huge bol bolster of how bad the NFC quarterbacks and offenses had been all season, and they they had inflated stats. They had crazily inflated stats, and they were getting absolutely exposed. I mean, Sky Moore routing you up. <laughs> that is That should have hurt a lot of people's feelings on that. If I'm an Eagles fan, that's the one. Kadarius Toney. Like, I'll give you the Walking Kadarius Toney. It was the exact same play again. They yeah. did it with Toney, where he just came back, faked left, and then went right. And then they just flipped it and did it to Sky Moore the other way. And it worked the exact – I mean, there was 20 yards of separation on the four-yard line. <laughs> the secondary wasn't watching a lick of film. They weren't, and this is the problem with the field too. Is that what I was worried about? Is they're not going on the sideline and talking like they're hiding. They're using Travis Kelsey's big body to try and separate us. So keep your eyes extremely disciplined. They're probably not going back. So they're like, my cleats. I can't cover anybody. So that's, Darius Slay was just running away. I know. Dar big play Slay. Talk about big play Slay. I mean, he, he Kadarius right. Tony just. I mean, he just ran away from him. You're it right. was like, oh, where'd he go? And he's in the end zone just dancing or whatever. New York's fuming. Also, yeah, Kadarius <laughs> Tony, Super Bowl champion, by the way. That guy is really and good, too. That punt return, elite. You talk about just owning the field. He's on the field, and everybody's – it's the only other – it's the only other place that you can look at a player and say, oh, that's also Tyree Kill. How, yeah, Darius Honey is Tyree Kill. How many touchdowns do you think? How many touchdowns? Excuse me. Touchdowns does Devin Hester have in in 
in any playoff, right? Like, there has never been a punt return Super Bowl touchdown. Darius Tony was almost the first one. He almost was. I think Hester has the only – is he have the only kick return for a touchdown in the Super Bowl? I think it's – he might have made two. But he was the first play kick return what against a, the Colts. What a great grab by the Chiefs. It's just not fair. Everything works out for them. And it, it works out because they have Patrick Mahomes behind the center. Yeah. They, that's why. That's why guys like Justin Watson and Noah Gray are elite-looking talent because they have Patrick Mahomes throwing no, the ball. No, yeah, it's, 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 it's putting these people in these big moments and setting them up for success. It's, I mean, we you can go back to put it in our local market. Like, <laughs> Malcolm Butler does one thing, and then everyone in the Patriots locker room knows who he is and what type of guy he is. But you see that moment, and then the Titans are like, let's play this guy $40 million. $61 million, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> he should have got that tatted on his on his arm somewhere. The Chiefs will do the same thing. They're going to make these guys look elite, and then some team, the Bears, will pay them. Here's seventy million dollars. Uh, look, and I'm going to say this, and I don't mean this in a bad way. Travis Kelsey on another team is Hayden Hurst. <laughs> I do not mean that in a bad way. Hayden Hurst, good. He's a good. He's a good mid level tight end in the NFL. Travis Kelsey without Patrick Holmes is Aiden Hurst. Maybe, I, and, and he had, but he has Patrick Holmes so because Travis Kelsey has had those years to grow and learn where we where he did, he wasn't elite, so to say. And now he's kind of coming into it, with Patrick. But I I would still say he would Travis Kelsey would be one of the best tight ends in the league. He'd still be above everyone else. It'd be him. It'd be the same thing. He wouldn't have as much success. But I will say this: I'm watching these teams play, and I'm just you know what I'm thinking in my head. I hate to be that guy. You know what I'm thinking in my head? What? Titans are never winning a Super Bowl <laughs> in my until maybe when I'm 40 or older. I'm watching all these young cats play, and I'm like, I watched every single Titans game this season, and we didn't even look close to these guys. It wasn't even remotely the same. Almost beat the Chiefs. Hey, you see, Todd Downing wasn't uh he wasn't he wasn't unemployed for too long. Nope. That is insane, by the way. Devlin, what were you going to say? Devlin was going to say something. Yeah, back to the Hayden Hurst thing. If you put Hayden Hurst on the Chiefs, is he Patrick Mahomes? Travis Kelsey? He's not Patrick Mahomes. Sorry. I'll say no on that Travis one. Kelsey. Yeah, mine's everywhere. Yes. No, no I agree. Yes. 100%. No. I think you put you put any wide receiver in that spot, tight end, whatever, they are elevated I mean, to uh, that. There is a point. Look at Dallas Goddard. Two years ago, tell me who Dallas Goddard is, <laughs> right? And in the Super Bowl, he was the dude was playing like an MVP. White tight ends were going insane. In <laughs> he the was Super great Bowl. this season, right? Like I should have yeah. tweeted that out last night. They were going. I mean, that catch he had on the sideline, that game was amazing. That everybody wants to focus on that holding call, like that changed everything. That game was wrapped up. That game was absolutely wrapped up because the the Chiefs could have got a first down on that anyway. Mahomes just threw it to throw it. Like it, I don't know. Uh, that one is that wasn't like some auspicious ending or something like that. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. If you want to jump in, we want to talk to you more after the break here on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. Several things going on. They're clearing a wreck downtown on 24 westbound over the Sullivan Evans Bridge. Eastbound was already slow. It's 24 westbound just past 440 as it crashes. Really slowing down traffic there. Cleanup continues on this uh, vehicle fire we had earlier on 24 westbound. It's going to be in Rutherford County. Still slow there up by Sam Ridley Parkway on 24 going westbound. Nash Painting Services all in Middle Tennessee. They're online right now. Check them out at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. 
They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, coworkers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR Skyscan forecast. For this afternoon, it's going to be sunny with a high of 64, mainly clear tonight, low 38. For Tuesday, mostly cloudy, high 66, mostly cloudy Wednesday. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. The Afternoon Stretch, the show endorsed by News Channel 5's John Burton. The Afternoon Stretch, Bernard Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. The Super Bowl was just so good that all those sports don't matter that happened over the weekend. There were some good games. I mean, Tennessee got beat by another buzzer beater. <laughs> You sent that tweet that uh, Tennessee, the Tennessee account posted, and I was like, what kind of – what is this? They posted a weird tweet. They posted – the Tennessee men's basketball official Twitter account posted like the same way I did when I got dumped in high school. Like, it was, it was kind of crazy. It was like, you know, hey, things just don't work out sometimes, but, you know, we're family and we're together and we're rocking. This is, a, this is their exact tweet yeah. from the official Tennessee basketball Twitter account. We know, period. It's been a weird couple weeks. Sports really do be like that sometimes. 
But last night's second half effort, that was Tennessee basketball. And the second half uh, Tennessee or bowling arena atmosphere, that was what that was what Vol Nation is all about. So stick with us. Keep showing up. We'll meet you there. That's the tweet that they put out after, I mean, just a heave from Columbus, Missouri <laughs> to beat them. And for the second time in a row, they lose on a buzzer beater. That is tough scenes all the way around. It is, but we're going into the SEC tournament. And there's, I would still take them like second to Bama. So you just really? got to show up at the right time. Yeah. Man. Who else? Are, who else are you gonna? Who else are you? Look, gonna I'll tell you this. I, I understand Kentucky sucked. They have sucked all year. I will not be surprised if Kentucky is facing Bama in the in the. SEC I would chain. be. I would still be surprised. I, I would take I, in the SEC tournament over this Tennessee team. I would take Kentucky, Bama, Auburn over Tennessee, easily. 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 I want you to understand that. I, I'm telling you that as somebody who is very confident in what he's saying right now. I'll tell you, as someone, yeah, I mean, I'm a Vanderbilt fan, and I watched the game. I was like, these guys don't miss. Vanderbilt just played the game of their lives. And I, no, I didn't watch the Missouri game. I'm sure it's probably the same thing. Vandy went on to beat Florida after that. Yeah. Van, look, Vandy's starting to creep up that. You, you think you think I wouldn't start flirting with the idea of taking Vandy in, in some of these games over Tennessee? Tennessee's shown they're beatable. They're they're a very beatable team, so I I can I can easily see, uh, just because of the way Tennessee plays basketball, the I know Tennessee fans by the way are tired tired of of watching their team play this season. I know you are. Well, frankly, I um who was I guess last week? Sorry for blanking on him. I think we had a bunch of them. Who who started with a C from A to Z Sports? Charlie. Charlie? Oh, Charlie Burst. Yeah, Charlie Burst. Yeah. <laughs> Alex I Barry. asked him a question. <laughs> I asked him a question. I was like, do you think maybe ten like uh, frankly, it's it, do you think Tennessee's overrated and they're kind of suffering from having to realign their goals? Like cuz cuz when Tennessee is a big school and a big brand. And what happens every preseason? It was USC when we were growing up in football. We were like USC, number 1 in the country. And frankly, their talent level didn't or their talent level or their play just didn't show that. But we they were always a victim of being so highly ranked. That teams would go in there, play their best against them, get the knockoff, and be like, now we're, you know, th that's what Tennessee feels like. If maybe they were never that top five team, but they're still one of the upper SEC teams, without a doubt. And I think they're suffering a bit from that. I, I just think what they're playing this season, like, they can be better. But they everyone's be like, better. they don't have an offensive guy. They we, don't. Yeah. Why are you the third-ranked team in the country? Because What do you mean you don't have an their offensive defense, guy? Their defense has just been that stout, but I don't think it holds up. I don't think it holds up for the yeah, whole, the whole it's season not, long. It's not a trash-talking version of overrated, but they were just overrated. No, they were very overrated, yeah. I mean, when you have a Scoby as your leading point uh, per game at, at, like, 12, that is not good. That is not a good average to have. Uh, it, it To watch that game, I'm telling you, Tennessee fans are O-U-T on the basketball right now. Mm -hmm. Especially after the Vandy loss. I, could, I didn't even look at the reaction. I just saw people were – like done like it wasn't even I don't oh, know we're, we're living in a loss? world we're living in a world where Tennessee fans are like is it baseball season like it's yeah, insane no, that's what I was gonna say after the Vandy loss that's what people were like Tennessee media people were like basketball is an overrated sport <laughs> uh, this is time Which, for frankly, football it's again that's <laughs> that's crazy talk what what day is it it's February 13th like we're creeping towards March and you're like basketball is an overrated sport because well, they see the writing on the walls yeah Tennessee's out
Like they're they're, they're going to get out. in. They have no shot. Yeah, they're going to get in, and that's going to be the worst part. They're going to get into the tournament, like yeah. at a bid. Oh yeah, yeah. For the March Madness, I yeah, hundred percent they're going to get into March Madness. It was, it's just if they keep trending towards losing these games, I, I think they'll win. Out. I think they'll win a couple. But we went through the we went through the list on Friday. I think was that Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. Uh, the rest of their games, Missouri was not one of ones I thought they were going to lose. But I think there was a solid four more losses on their schedule uh, that would still get them into March Madness. That's not going to be a problem. Uh, but they are going to be bounced out pretty quick. And I think that's what Tennessee fans right now are are coming to that realization of, oh, well, this is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst. There, it, it brings you to that same spot. It's that same spot that we've talked about in athletics in any sport. doesn't matter. Baseball, football, basketball. Mediocrity is the worst you could possibly be, right in the middle. And Tennessee is a middling basketball team that did have that big number next to their name at one point in the season. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to give a good comparison. They're like they're like Old Miss every single year in football. Old Miss will be like seventh or eighth, mm-hmm. and then by the end of the season, they're maybe twenty twenty first, twenty fifth. Like hopefully. And you're like, cool. I'm happy. Am I happy? No. I, I want a chance, especially Vols fans as they've been for the past couple years. Athletics has been really good. You've been a really good team and a really good program for multiple sports, not just football, not just basketball, but you've been really good all across the board. And and now you're starting to have to come back down to earth, which happens to every team, happens to every school. You know, uh, Alabama's going to it's going to fall one day. No no saving there. It's going to hold them up. It'll happen to them. Don't worry. That you're just in a part now where I don't know if Barnes is the guy. I think you probably have to move on from Barnes cuz it just He's good. The stats will tell you he's good, but there you you ask any Tennessee fan right now, what do they hate most about their team? And it's getting five star guys who play like two star guys, and they can't score the ball, or having players that are sitting on the bench not getting any minutes, and then they transfer to another D one program, and they're averaging twenty points a game. Mm-hmm. That's that's what Tennessee fans' consistent problem is, because that's what Rick Barnes has done with that team going forward. That was a Terrible loss to Missouri. Terrible loss to Missouri, in my opinion. I understand it was a half-court heave and they win it, but should never been there. Just like in Vanderbilt, should never been in that situation. But you were, and you lost. So it doesn't matter about shoulda, coulda, woulda. The, the, the real is what happened, and you're in it now. I don't know. I, I just, it's never as good as it seems. Never as bad as it seems. Vanderbilt wasn't as bad as it seemed. Uh, Vanderbilt fans wanted to blow Memorial up with an asteroid strike. They wanted stealth bombers called on campus to eliminate the threat. And it, then now we're on the streak. It's never as good as it seems, never as bad as it seems. Tennessee has two tough losses at the last second. Never as bad as it seems. So they're still a great team. I think uh, right now you would have to call the military to be able to find a tweet about Jerry Stackhouse needing to be fired right now. You would have to call the military to find a person that still believes Jerry Stackhouse needs to be fired. They don't exist right now. If you're a Vandy, a Vandy basketball fan, a Vandy fan, whatever you want to say, you you believe in Jerry Stackhouse right now. You beat Tennessee at Memorial, and then you beat Florida back-to-back weeks, or back-to-back games. He, he, he's the guy. He's great. I, 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 we've been on this show. We've said very, very much, very much. I've no, I don't know enough basketball to criticize Jerry Stackhouse's coaching ability. Mm-hmm. I think he acts like a child on Twitter. Exactly, and I still do. And by the had, way, we had a caller. I don't remember who it was, 
It might have been Mike, and he he said Magic that Dave? maybe it, you weren't here. It was Friday. Oh okay. But uh, we and and I'm not calling him out. I'm just for the point of what yes. we're talking about. That's where we cr- we've questioned Jerry Stackhouse. That's that's oh, did it. Did he call in and say we called him a bad coach? He he thought that, and I might be misremembering this a little, a schmidgen because it was on Friday. But uh, he he was basically saying that like we were saying he's a bad guy, and I said there's things that you can definitely question about Jerry Stackhouse, but not a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't, I don't think know he's him. A bad guy, in but the most he does sense. weird stuff. There's just weird stuff that you could say that's not right. Like what are you doing? Why are you why are you DMing fans? You know what I mean? Like that shouldn't be happening if you're a head coach of a program anywhere. That stuff you would think a little league coach is doing or something like that. Absolutely. So no, I don't know. I, but not, as a coach, the guy's good. I don't know. I'm not going to call him a bad guy or evil. I don't know <laughs> if this guy punches orphans or something. Like, you called him maniacal. That's what your those were your words. No, I didn't. <laughs> I now de- they were. I definitely. <laughs> hey, I know my vocab. I know my vernacular. I definitely did not call him maniacal. <laughs> you don't I even just know what that him, means. I just you know. I still think it's what he's doing. Uh, and that's my – I have a strong stance before Jerry Stackhouse did it to me. If you're a grown man and you follow me on Twitter and then you unfollow me within a week, I block you. Every single one of them. I have a block list of people you know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I, – like, I think that is the silliest thing a grown adults can do. <laughs> I got you to follow me. Now I'll follow. I've done interviews with ESPN radio stations that follow me, DM me, get me on the show, then instantly I'll follow me. And I'll block you. I'll never work with you again mm-hmm. because – you're weird. weird. Yep. You're mad weird. 100% weird. Jerry Stackhouse <laughs> might not be a bad dude. He might be a great dude. He's weird. He's weird. I, I feel like I'm a pretty solid dude. What am I? I'm weird, all right? Weird, weird I'm not guy. evil, but I'm a little weird. And you know, But you know what? It's cool to be weird when you're winning. <laughs> as long as you're winning. And you look at Vanderbilt's rest of their schedule yeah. here. South Carolina, I think that's a win. Auburn, probably a loss there. But you, be, I think you beat LSU on the road. I think you beat Florida again at home. I think you can beat – I think they can beat Kentucky at Rupp and then Mississippi State. You're talking about maybe two losses on the rest of the schedule for them. I think easily, easily, that is a winning record going forward for Vanderbilt. They yeah. they have a really good schedule for wins coming up because they're playing good. It's just crazy. I, I, I don't feel like I ever give off the air of wanting to go against Vanderbilt. I have an opinion on something. Like a general opinion, but it's like, huh? You have to eat your crow. I'm not mad. Jerry Stackhouse having success. I'm happy. I'm a big fan of Candace Story Lee and just in general. Oh, like, Candace I, Lee is doing a great job. I, I want, too. I want all the success in the world for Vanderbilt, and if that means Jerry Stackhouse is having success. That's great. I'm glad we got that fixated. Everyone out there, I'll, 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 I'll never tough, be though. friends with the guy. This is not. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But I, I will be. cheer. Me I will, and Jerry, me and Jerry could hang out. Maybe you guys. Yeah. I'm good. But I don't care about that, frankly. I just want to. I just want entertaining basketball. You also don't game. hang out with anybody. That is true. <laughs> All right, we need to run to a break. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. We want to talk to you. We'll hit the phones when we return here on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. There's still quite a bit of rubbernecking going on out here in Rutherford County from our earlier vehicle fire on 24 westbound near Sam Ridley Parkway. Again, that was westbound slowing you down as you leave Murfreesboro towards Nashville. Coming eastbound, that's already heavy in that area, uh, especially 24 east around Bell Road. A steady flow of traffic on I-40 out through the Mount Juliet area. Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. Check out their ratings. These guys are the best online at NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet... You could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the tender mac bowl meal or the buffalo tender mac bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. What happens to your decision making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagans. You can have a fair criticism of me for what I'm about to say. If you get into the playoff enough, one of these years you're going to catch lightning in a bottle. The Titans missing the playoff this year was absolutely inexcusable, right? They had a team we knew was good enough to get to the divisional or conference rounds. And then you just catch lightning in a bottle or you have the two best games of your life and all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. That's a good goal for the Titans. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. A show called The Afternoon Stretch is a stretch. Calling it a show. The Afternoon Stretch. The Afternoon Stretch. Bruno Reagan. Welcome in. All SEC lineman, national judo champ, all-American wrestler, Bruno Reagan, and Zach Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can list off my achievements. Let's do it. Well, 
I got it. I've got a uh, a thing. I haven't even used this. I I've I, you know how you sit on some things because I you know you just got to sit on it for the right time. Okay. I have a first place ribbon from third place, or sorry, third grade that uh, says that I was the uh, first place winner in basketball at shooting. Oh wow! And it's sitting there, You're a shooter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh dude, it? That's waiting awesome. it. I'm wait. It's not been posted. It's just sitting there. I'm just sitting on it every day and like, oh yeah, well, the right day will come for that for that yeah. post. I don't know what it'll be. I don't know when it'll be. It may be a day from now, maybe ten years from now, but it will happen. It will happen. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Let's go to the phone uh, phone lines. Uh, Magic Dave, Magic Dave, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Bruno's certainly got his panties in a wad this afternoon. <laughs> I don't know if he does but, wear underwear, Magic Dave. I'll be honest. Yeah, it's bold of you to assume. <laughs> if he does, they're boxers. I guarantee you. <laughs> Ooh, boxers. But anyway. Go ahead. Sorry. I went to Vandy, and I had two degrees from Vandy, so I'm twice as smart as Bruno. Nice. So I'm <laughs> Are you an Owen, Owen guy? Yeah. Yeah. And undergrad. <laughs> but... I call it MBA the most worthless degree in the world. So, everyone's always super split. I had a one of my I took an MBA class my senior year, and then the professor looked at me. He said, "Never get an MBA." And I was like, "Oh, all right." That was- it's, yeah, you don't need it. I mean, for a corporate job, yeah, it'll boost up your paycheck. Hmm. But but anyway, getting back to Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah, I like the guy a lot, hmm. and I'm finally watching basketball again after. And I'm 60. So I was back at Vandy when we were kicking butt and ranked top five and all that. Mm. And I've met Stackhouse in person at a, a lunch spot near Vanderbilt. And he's a super nice, cordial person. He's, you know, he's a little quiet. And I think that's why he avoids media. But, I mean, he's a super cool dude. And any, anybody who, who's met him at this particular lunch spot says the same thing about him. I don't. We're not talking about once again. We're not talking that he's a bad guy. I'm not saying that. You just do weird things, and I think it's fair to question. That's it. I like I can, what weird things. He DMs fans, DMing fans that he hears in the audience saying things, and he wants to confront them. I think that's weird for any head coach to do. Uh, I do think it's weird that he searches himself on Twitter, listens into a show, doesn't like it, then unfollows and blocks people. I don't think that's right. I think that's a weird thing for a head coach to do. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I just think that is a weird characteristic that a coach has. Does that make him perfect? Does that mean he needs to be perfect? Absolutely not. But I think doing those things are just strange. It's a strange thing. Tim Corbin's not doing that. Uh, Rick Barnes isn't doing that. A lot of coaches are are not doing that. It's weird that Jerry Stackhouse does that, and maybe that's his thing. Maybe that's his that's his whiteboard material that he needs to be good so he can do it if he wants. I just think it's a strange thing. Do I know the guy personally? Absolutely not. But I don't think – I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I just think it's a weird thing. I think it's a are weird you, thing to do. I don't know. I, I look at him being this NBA guy who is big time. So he's coming from a whole different universe. Mm-hmm. I don't think there are there any other coaches or big NBA guys in at the college level. You know, not in the SEC. I, before yeah, Nate Oates, so, you had one, I guess, at Alabama. So yeah, that may be strange behavior, but I'm going to just say he can do it. No, he, and that's all we're saying. In the NBA, you're you're not a normal person. 
I and that's probably, that. but probably quirky. I will tell you this: if we're talking about high in the NBA, I guarantee you LeBron doesn't go and search his name and then well, reacts and and says things and DMs people that he hears in the audience. I don't think he does that. I I'd never seen that story pop up. I don't think. I think some of these guys do need. I do think this match, David. And I will say this: like I was saying. I think some of these guys are so good at what they do that it's they have to find motivation everywhere to continue to be good at what they do because they've accomplished so much in their lives. And yeah. Jerry Stackhouse has. So maybe that's just what his his thing is, to to light a fire under himself. He's but like I, But I'm still gonna have an opinion on it too. Mm -hmm. And I don't want and that's what my rant was about was I don't wanna I don't I'm gonna have an opinion about everything and all facets. It's gonna be nuanced, there'll be good and bad. Jerry Stackhouse is doing great at the basketball program right now. It's awesome. I watch every game. It's it's awesome. Great success. Well, I'm gonna gonna give Bruno credit for putting the fire under his butt in the last three wins. Absolutely. I think it was it, all us, baby. I, I, Ever since he unfollowed me and watched that show, they have, they have lit them up. <laughs> they have not lost. And I, and I want to say that's a point, too, Magic Dave, is that remember when this all started, it was from the Alabama loss. It was after yeah. you lose by 60. You do weird things and lose by 60 in a game, you get questioned. Yeah. But he's doing good now. So he'll fall under the, the, the category of he's doing great. Do whatever you got to do to work. <laughs> all right. I'll let you guys go. Enjoy your show. I enjoy your show. Hey, we'll appreciate it, Magic Dave. Thanks, buddy. It just I'm glad we got the Jerry Stackhouse it, question fixed up. Yeah. If I did something weird, whatever that weird thing is, and then I came on here and I gave you a suckier show than normal suck, right? Because we, we suck. But normally, the normal suck that we have, you'd be like, hey, this isn't, you can't, you can't be weird and be bad at your job. You can't do that. You can only be weird and be good. Have some redeeming qualities. Exactly. Yeah. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Let's go up to Clarksville. Reagan, how are you doing? Hey, how's it going, guys? What up? You there, brother? Hey, you yeah, hear us? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Hey. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you want us you to say? You called us. It's like an M Night Shyamalan film. Sorry about that. Best offensive line play in any Super Bowl in history. I got to go quick. The thing with Stackhouse is all, all about confidence and arrogance. You take a coach that's really confident in what they do, they don't care what anybody else says. They know what they want to achieve. They know how they're going to achieve it. And they can care less what the fans Oh, he did have to go quick. He was not lying. <laughs> he was not lying. <laughs> he was not lying. He that had to go lightning fast on that one. Hilarious. Yeah. I get the point of what he was trying to say, though. If Jerry Stackhouse really was confident in his plan, he wouldn't be DMing fans and all that. He wouldn't be and, searching his name. Well, maybe and maybe he wasn't, and it just worked out. And because this is still his first gig outside of G League, right? Like it's mm-hmm. the college level is different than the NBA level, so he's learning just as much. Regardless, I've seen this all before because I played under a coach who never was a head coach, right? Like Derek Mason. You have to you watch them grow and learn as a head coach as they go. And you we we have that theory for a long time. You know, sometimes people get to such a level they just have to find the most mundane, simplistic, silly, frankly, things to 
to motivate themselves. And yeah. that's probably hitting the nail on the head. Jerry, what gets Jerry Stackhouse up and motivated to pull Vanderbilt basketball out of the gutter? It's not like he's an alumni. Why does he care? Well, there's $2 million a year. That's a reason to care. He probably has a lot of millions of dollars. What more is $2 million? So he has to go watch two fat guys on National Sports Radio talk trash one about him. One and a half. It's, <laughs> no, you're like, nah. you're like, yeah, you're one and a half yourself. But he has to go watch these guys talk trash about him so he can – you know, get the ego pumped up, put together a game plan, and knock off Tennessee. And frankly, Jerry Stackhouse, you got played. You've fallen for my master meta plan, and Vanderbilt is winning now. So you're welcome. You've activated my trap card. 615-844-5600 if you want to jump in. We want to talk to you. That that was hilarious. <laughs> but I, I got to go quick. Just mid-sentence. I mean, it... Did the minutes turn off? I mean, did, did hey, you run out of minutes? <laughs> dude, I lived with that guy my entire life. I have no idea what that was. It was funny. Was he on a pay phone? I mean, what was, <laughs> what was that all about? He just had a business call under the table and was like, I still got time. He calls 615-844-5600. Hey, jump in if you want to back after this here on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. They're working several accidents out here. One earlier in 24 West, just before you get up to Shelby. Traffic's pretty busy now, 40 East at Fessler's. And it's looking a little bit better out here in Rutherford County on 24 West. I had a car fire earlier near Sam Ridley. I had traffic backed up big time at one point. Again, through that stretch of Rutherford County, is actually looking better. Nash Painting, they service all of Middle Tennessee. Call Nash Painting at 615, area code 912-2288. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. 
golfers. Tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops. Unmatched expertise. Unmatched service. It's a Bill King show. Pac-12 football is a joke. It's a laughing stock. It has been left behind by Father Time a long time ago. It has not been prominent in a decade at least. And do you want to know why? God-forsaken leadership. That's why. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Follow the afternoon stretch on Twitter at Bruno Reagan and Zachariah W. Really, man? You want that? I'm not spelling that out. <sighs> the afternoon stretch, Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams, 615-844-5600 if you want to jump in. All-time bad guy of the Super Bowl? You know who that is, Bruno? All-time bad guy. Don't tell me. Like, on a team? No. He's on a team, I guess you could say. All-time bad guy at a Super Bowl. I'm trying to think. I can't think of anyone who's ruined a Super Bowl. I can tell you one. Okay. Devil McKenzie. (laughs) I invited Devil McKenzie to come over to my family house. Food. Fun. And he said no. Everything is just not that into you? I guess he must not be. I appreciate the invite. You should have seen all the food. I bet it was good. (laughs) There was... I'm not joking. It was like a Thanksgiving feast. There was that much food. Oreo balls, ribs, three different flavors of ribs, by the way. What? Baby backs. Back it up. Oreo balls. Do you not know what Oreo balls are? No. Oh, is it like this a is Oreo a, ball? Hold on. Is this a Southern Oreo? thing? Is Oreo ba- I didn't know Oreo balls are a so Southern I guess, thing. So, hey, Northern Mason-Dixon line, there's a lot of things weird. So, you take Oreos, you crush them up, okay. you mix in cream cheese. You mix that up, and then you form in balls. You freeze them, and then you pour chocolate over the top of them, and then they're balls of Oreo. That's huh. really good. They're really, really good. That might be a southern thing. Cupcakes. There was mac and cheese. There was chicken tenders. Fried. And- there was slim chicken chicken tenders, actually. Uh, there was, I mean, it just the list goes on. Little Smokies. You know what Little Smokies are? I don't. Gosh, you're not southern. What is, what is it? They're little beef weenies. Oh, I know what that. The crockpot stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the crockpot had really had grape jelly. Okay. And barbecue sauce uh-huh. in there. Bruno refuses to ever do that with his meatballs. What barbecue sauce? I did with grape jelly. I don't know. No. That's a thing. Yeah, you don't. That is that is a thing, and I just he didn't know it was a thing, and he got he was like, "That's not. I'm never doing that." And then he looked at the meatballs he ate, and on the package it said, "Add grape jelly." On it. Yeah, I remember that was a good that's one. True. That was a good one. Uh, oh, so much food. So much food, Devlin. And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, well, this guy just misses out. Just missed out. Did you have a good time watching the Super Bowl? I did. And my roommates had people over. We cooked out. What did y'all make? Uh, Hot dogs. Steak, potatoes, and Probably vegetables. Probably Dollar Tree steak, huh? It was not, it was not <laughs> Wagyu. I can tell you that much. Shame them. It's eating like the Irish famines. <laughs> <laughs> They're eating just the bone and everything. Potato. Just yeah. <laughs> Buffalo chicken dip, though. Oh, Buffalo. Oh, that's the other thing we had. Uh, uh, 
not rotel. It's rotel, but not rotel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's got meat and stuff in oh, it. Oh, that's good stuff. I don't know what that's you call dip. it. Yeah, it's cheese dip, but yeah. it's like they call it rotel, but rotel is just the tomato stuff. That's, that's top three Super Bowl food right there. We had it there, man. Could have been you, devil. Anyone who hung out with your boy? Yeah. I don't invite people over. I'm sorry. You got a chance. I'm feeling terrible now. I did say, I think I said this on the show Friday. We need to do like McGregor's fight. I wanna, I wanna have a party in my house. I want everybody over there from the station. That's fine. I'm, I'm down. Hey, but there's a lot of judo tournaments coming up on weekends, so I'm doing my best. McGregor's fight. Nobody's gonna be fighting judo on McGregor's fight. It's I cannot. Like, You'd be surprised. Oh my gosh, you're gonna miss that. No. Yeah. If I have to, just heads up. It's part of the deal, man. Part of the deal. I don't like it. I don't like it. First hour's coming to a close. If you want to jump in, second hour, wide open, 615 A week later, rescuers are still searching for survivors in the rubble of the earthquake in Turkey and Syria, while deaths continue to rise. ABC's Marcus Moore in Turkey. The death toll now has topped 36,000. And not only did this powerful earthquake topple buildings, but it also destroyed roadways. This is one of the reasons why it was difficult to get aid to some of the rural areas. And as the search efforts continue across this region, frustration is mounting. Turkey set up an earthquake crimes bureau to track down contractors and construction managers of the buildings that collapsed. More than 100 warrants have been issued. The military's looking more closely into four flying objects shot down over the U.S. and Canada over the past eight days. The latest one yesterday over Michigan's Lake Huron. The State Department urging Americans to leave Russia immediately as the country's invasion of Ukraine approaches the one-year mark. This is ABC News. COVID has hit the Alec Murdoch double murder trial. Two jurors testing positive, alternate jurors replacing them. The trial is now in week four. The disbarred South Carolina attorney charged with killing his wife and son. A new study finds more American teenage girls are sad. New CDC data says nearly three in five teen girls felt persistently sad or hopeless in 2021. That's a 60% increase in the highest level reported in a decade. The report also finding more than half of LGBTQ plus students recently experienced poor mental health with more than one in five attempting suicide in the last year. More school-based activities said to be a solution, calling schools a vital lifeline to help struggling youth. If suicidal thoughts are affecting you or someone you know, call or text 988, the new suicide and crisis lifeline for help. Derek Dennis, ABC News. A nationwide general strike in Israel today amid a controversial government plan to revamp the nation's legal system. Tens of thousands of demonstrators chanting outside parliament. Monaco's ABC News. Welcome to Smashville, home of the biggest hits in hockey and the loudest parties on Broadway. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Thursday, February 16th as your Nashville Predators take on the Boston Bruins. And don't miss Saturday, February 18th against the Florida Panthers. You do not want to miss these games. Purchase your tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go, Preds! 
This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. What's great about bowling is you can bowl well into your latter years. Even now, I get that thing you sit it on and it rolls down, and I get the bumper guards on the side. I think that's probably the only way you can beat Zach. See, I, I, didn't, I heard you. I, heard I, I didn't mean I, I know a soldier. That's okay. I didn't mean You got a two-piece coming with a biscuit. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. Okay, it's happening. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Stay calm. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Afternoon Stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. Second hour of the afternoon stretch here on Nashville Sports Radio. Bernard Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Hope everybody is doing well here. Our clock says 6 o'clock, but it's not 6 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock. I got fooled by that earlier. Thought we were almost done for the day. But we're here till 6 o'clock. And if you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. What was the worst thing that we all noticed during the Super Bowl? Grass. Grass was big. That was up there. That paint. They say, see, they kept saying it was like the paint. It's the paint. It's the whole field. If yeah. Arizona Cardinals fans talk about how their field is is terrible all the time, that that is a common problem for the the team of the Cardinals. Their field just wherever they do. But that, where's the outrage for the grass? Well, everyone's like the turf. I've never seen turf make people have a mountain of dead cleats. I mean, that was hilarious. They just pan over and there's just all the cleats just sitting there. I've never seen Turf do that. Chiefs so. didn't look like they changed their cleats. I hate to be devil's advocate, but I'm just where where's the outrage off for this? Because mm. that's it definitely played a factor. Played a massive factor. Yeah. Uh Travis Kelsey made one guy sl- look like he was in a Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we, 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 like I mean he was sliding across the, the I camera. Can't even do it. <laughs> All he did was just and then turn slightly, and <laughs> the guy just was like, wow! And you, you hear like the, the comical Wind crash. Scream. That was like the Windhelm scream from like Star Wars. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even slide. know. <laughs> then you just hear bowling pins ah! explode. <laughs> That's what he looked like. What did you notice? Did you notice anything, Devlin? Worst thing I saw in that game was Miles Sanders' performance. Hey, pointed that out the whole time, too. Where was he? 
awful. I mean, if you had a prop on Miles Sanders, RIP, because he <laughs> was not doing anything that game. What did he end up with? Seven for 16. Yep. That's what he got on the ground. Jalen Hurts was leading rusher by yards, 54 yards. Something like that, yeah. 70 yards, had three touchdowns on the ground. Uh, one touchdown over the year, 304 yards passing. Crazy, too. It feels like Mahomes threw for 400 yards in that game, but he did. 182. The time of possession was incredibly lopsided. Yeah. At least going into the second half, I didn't really see the final, but I remember at one point it was like th- 25 minutes to 12 for the Eagles. Which is really good. Really good, but unless you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, that's really it. It, there was something I was watching. I forget who I was watching, but they were live watching it, and they were just like, "There's not even a moment during the Chiefs' drives where you're like, uh oh, Patrick Mahomes is about to make a mistake." Like he was just calculated all the way through that game, and just, I mean, a machine. Perfect throw after perfect throw after perfect throw after perfect decision after great run, and then you have Pacheco who was just. A battering ram, they will run him for three years hard, put him away dirty and wet, and they'll get a new one from some you know mid-major college, basically. <laughs> That's another guy from Tulsa <laughs> who's going to show up and just do the exact same thing. It is insane. Number one worst thing for me, and I mean this, it really was, A.J. Brown catching a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I mean, there is not a Titans fan out there. I saw people tweeting this, and they don't believe it. I do not believe they believe it. They're like, you know, it makes me mad that he caught a touchdown because he's not on our team anymore, but I'm glad that, you know, he's doing good and he's on the big stage and everybody sees him. Shut up. You should be furious. You should be absolutely furious at the Tennessee Titans. And look, fireball offense for trading A.J. Brown, right? They fired John, John Robinson out the door because of that. That is the clear indicator. Out of all the things, all the litany of lists that he's done, it was clear. Get him out of here. But if you're a Titan, I tweeted. I was like, they they traded him. The Titans traded that guy for what? Nothing. <laughs> I and like five 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 steps up a pick where Traylon Burks would have already been. Yep. And you got Traylon Burks. And I look. I'll say this. It's not Traylon Burks' fault that he has to be the guy that got traded for like when we talk about the 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 future and all all the or sorry the past picks the ricky williams trade the herschel walker trades all those kind of trades and now they say well that pick ended up being this and it was better than herschel walker unrealistic expectations it's it's not it's not traylon burke's fault that he gets to be the second aforementioned name when they're like well can you believe the titans traded aj brown for who was that who was the guy? It's going to be a trivia question. That's what it's going to be. Traylon, oh, Traylon Burks. That's right. Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. That's what that's going to be because you're not going to live up. I hate to say it. Traylon Burks can be amazing. He can be great. He's never going to live up to A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown was the best wide receiver in Tennessee Titans history. I don't care. You can throw your stats out. He throw said everything that, out. and a lot of people were like, no, uh I can't even remember the names they were using. Arguing Derek now. Mason. Yeah. That was one that they'd throw out there. I, I, he is, he is unequivocally the best wide receiver to ever be a Tennessee Titan outside of Randy Moss, who are we counting that one? <laughs> I don't think so. Nah, I don't. 
and even then he's up in the guy he's up in the realm of like I think he's when he finishes we're gonna mention him in the same breath as Randy Moss Randy Moss and Jerry it's Rice. insane yeah Randy Moss and Julio Jones have both played for the Titans I mean just this was a retirement home for them that's all this was yes that's all this was yes we were the most we're the most played team in the league it's personnel wise it is excruciating that the Titans had a generational talent that frankly emotional but loved being here he was emotional for Tennessee Ter- Terry McCormick had a great tweet last night as he every now and then does I mean he he throws out He'll some throw really, a diamond he throws out some really good tweets diamond in the rough I'm trying to I'm diamond trying to find it rough. while this is his tweet it is said that missing out on missing on a first round quarterback sets a franchise back five years. How far does giving away a number one receiver set a team back? Because that's what it looks like it. It looks like ten. <laughs> I mean, it really feels like that. It really feels like. I can't that. wait till we get to through the NFL draft and we start preparing an OTAs of football season, and I can still be as unexcited for the Titans as I was the past two off seasons. Because they don't do anything. It's, it doesn't mean that your team's not going to have success. What did the Chiefs do this offseason? There was a reason the Chiefs were like trending downwards in the analysts' minds. They didn't, frankly, they didn't do anything this offseason. They also just so happened, frankly, to have the greatest football player to ever live on their team. So it didn't matter. Titans right. don't have that luxury. You know, it's just when you have a generational talent, you have to hold on to it. That's what Patrick Mahomes is, right? Well, that's Chiefs what people will never would say Derrick Henry is. Derrick Henry, and he, and he really is. NFL flies by that. They had a window with it. That 2019 year, God, I mean, Derrick Henry should have been it. They had Derrick Henry and AJ Brown both it. destroying, destroying. But when they got to that Chiefs game, couldn't do anything. Since you've been gone, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, I see <laughs> you too are a man of culture. <laughs> um, AJ Brown was amazing last night. Six six receptions, eight targets, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, that catch was. Um, I mean the routes, everything he was doing. I was surprised. Eagles win, they could have been Super Bowl MVP if Jalen Hurts also didn't have four touchdowns himself. I'll tell you, I'm surprised they went away from the AJ Brown well as much as they did. Well, the Chiefs are having nearly as much success as the Eagles. It was just a heavyweight matchup, and one got an inch, an inch better than the other. That's all it was. It was a. It was. Was it closer than you thought it was going to be? Ah. Because you were like, Eagles are trash, NFC's trash, they're I could you see, were, I could see, You were I, saying that. I said that I could remember, I could see a spot where the Chiefs just blow it away. And, uh, yeah, so I guess it was a little bit closer than I thought. But what I said, the reason why I had that thought, what it still stands as true. Their defense was nothing. The Chiefs' defense wasn't that great either. They, Chris Jones used all his, his juice in the AFC Championship, it looked like, because mm-hmm. he couldn't do anything. He said he the line. Flu. Yeah. Um, secondary for the Chiefs are all rookies, basically. Uh, there was a couple throws that should have been INTs that they just straight up missed out on their opportunity. But that was because they had to jump up against A.J. Brown. Because A.J. Brown's not going to get intercepted on. He's going to be either catching the ball He's gonna play or the DB. ball's going to fall, yeah. fall to the ground. That's what's going to happen when you throw it to A.J. Brown. That's the luxury of having A.J. Brown. Um, but the secondary for the Eagles, I, would, I wouldn't put them in the top ten in the NFL. If I'm putting them in the top ten of the NFL, no, I I'm mean, lying. as you said, if any, if Sky Moore dices your team up, you don't get the luxury of being a top five no, defense. None. You don't get to say you are that. No, they they are. I think that game went as 
well as it could have for both both of the offenses. Patrick Mahomes, like I said, it's weird to see him only throw for 182 yards in that game. Uh, but I, I wouldn't have guessed Jalen Hurts would have led in the passing category, obviously. But that team, that secondary, they were garbage. And I'm telling you, we said this. I don't think we said this on air. I said it before the show, though. The Eagles, you as the whole unit stands, they're probably top five in the AFC. They're top five in the AFC. Number one, clearly, in the NFC. But top five in the AFC. Mm-hmm. They're not better than the Bills. I think the Bills would have beat them in that Super Bowl. They're not better than the Bengals. Bengals beat them there. Uh, I mean, could could you imagine Jamar Chase on that secondary? Darius Slay would have been fired on the tarmac. <laughs> Jamar Chase out there. Uh, he, had, he couldn't handle Kadarius Toney <laughs> or, or Sky Moore. He couldn't handle anybody last night. Um, what other AFC teams that, that would put them at four, not the bills. You, I'm sorry. You don't think you think the bills are wildly worse? overrated. Yeah. I think the, well, I think the Eagles trash the bills. I think it's competitive with the Bengals. I think I would still think I'd still have the Eagles as my second team in my power ranking. That's the, where they'd be. The bills have talent. They cannot get it done and they, they never will. I'm sorry. If you're a bills fan, forget about it. It's done. You're going to be a favorite for the Super Bowl every single year. You're going to get to the playoffs every single year. Nothing's going to happen. Whatever it is, there's some curse going on in Buffalo right now that won't allow them to win in the playoffs. It's they called just living in Buffalo. <laughs> They're overrated. Yeah, but people in Buffalo, get over yourselves. All right? At least Nashville's a booming city. <laughs> Look at Nashville and tell me, you know, we don't deserve something. We're starting to get there. Hey. I'm, I'm getting a little entitled. I'm getting a little entitled to something. We'll see if MLB has to do it, but we're going to get something. Nashville will get theirs one day. You live in Buffalo. Please relax. All right? I don't even know. It's like living in Syria, and it's like, where's our, why don't we get tourism dollars? Like, what do you mean? Relax. It's, uh, it's like the, the Grinch. Town full of losers. <laughs> you know? like, that's just that's what they are. They are losers in Buffalo. But I do think they're better than the Eagles. I will say that. And you want to see how to lose? You want to see how to take a loss, improve, lose with grace. You got to look at Jalen Hurts, or you can have your your main guy be Stephon Diggs, who's just <laughs> everyone else's fault but mine. I I deserve it. I earned it. I deserve it. Where's mine? Where's but, mine? Dude, if I'm Stephon Diggs, I'm t- I'm calling my agent, my manager, whatever. Get me on the first plane to Kansas City. I don't care. I'll take a pay cut. Go, t- give me Juju Smith Schuster. Super Bowl champion. Frank, but here's what worries me. If there's ever a clip of Stefan Diggs yelling at Patrick Mahomes, know this, Stefan Diggs is wrong. Without a doubt, I don't care what it is. <laughs> if there's ever I a think clip. Diggs would. If there's ever a clip. Oh, I, he would. I don't think D- No, Diggs, Diggs is the type of guy. Diggs is definitely the type of guy. He, he There would be a clip somewhere of him being mad at Patrick Mahomes. And if it ever comes to that, you're lost, buddy. Mm. You're lost. Yeah. Uh, I, if I if I'm Diggs, I'm like do anything you can to get me out of Buffalo and to Kansas City because that's you want to win a Super Bowl. You're a good wide receiver. How how talk about it, look at the team as they sit right now. The Kansas City Chiefs as they sit right now is that not the free agent destination? Oh, you he'd be wide receiver one. He'd be the he'd be he get the you you're mad about not getting the ball thrown. You get the ball thrown to you. You get the ball thrown to you a lot at Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Kadarius Tony's going to be there. Juju Smith-Schuster, who knows, because this was his only year on his contract with the Chiefs. You're going to have MVS next year. 
But that none of those guys are the number one guy. Don't need it clearly. But if you want, if they wanted to bring in another guy, because there was some definite times where you would say, "Man, if Pat Mahomes just had that one extra, if he had Tyree Kill in this moment, you're like, oh, he, they're they're gonna throw for 800." But mm-hmm. I mean, they could definitely find that one extra guy and get that one secondary piece, whoever whoever that is. I'll tell you, that's who they were missing the most this season, and really in that game was Tyron Matthew. What Tyron Matthew had done for that team, they were really missing that guy. Devlin, were you going to say something? I was gonna, uh, With the Chiefs right now, obviously winning the Super Bowl, last pick in the NFL draft, what What do they do? What do you, like, what, what could you possibly, let's just, this is just I don't know, you. but whoever, whoever they draft, he's going to be all pro, frankly. Creed Humphrey, <laughs> the Isaiah Pacheco, I mean, but if, if Pacheco plays the whole season, he's all pro. He might be all pro team two, maybe, but yeah, he would he would have been all pro. I don't know if I yeah if I see anybody putting Sean Payton and the Broncos ahead of the Chiefs in their power rankings, I <laughs> it's gonna there, happen. We, there, it's hey, gonna frankly, happen. There was Bruno. someone that was like subtweeting us about oh no one contrives clicks or no one clickbaits. No, that's pure clickbait, and you should be shamed. If the Kansas City Chiefs are not number one in your power rankings every single year at this point, you're a grifter. You're a grifter, and you should be ashamed of yourself because it's shameless. It's absolutely shameless. It's a juvenile take. One of the things that I mentioned too before the that Super Bowl, I said there could be two. There could be two huge retirements for the Chiefs. One being Andy Reid, which I guess that got silenced because he said, "I'm not leaving yet," <laughs> but I mean, yeah. one day he will. And then the other is Travis Kelsey, who did say he said some cryptic things afterwards, and he, his quote was, "I don't know how many more of these I have left." But I'm gonna cherish this one forever, mm-hmm. which that one, you know, brother, the the Kelsey brothers and all that kind of stuff. One of them had to lose, all that kind of stuff. And uh, the quote that Jason Kelsey said to Travis Kelsey was hilarious. Won't say it on air, obviously. But uh, what was the ballpark of it? He was just like, "F you, congratulations." What Larry Bird said to Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and so uh, I, I could. E- I mean, still, I think Travis Kelsey could be. Why not? Just that was it. That was a crescendo. Everybody thought you were going to be done this year anyway. Just go off as one of the best tight ends ever. Definite first ballot Hall of Famer. Winning a Super Bowl. I, I don't see why he comes back. Come, coming back just is scary to me now at this point. I feel like injuries can pile up. I feel like it's just like how do you keep that effort every season? The effort that he does put is crazy. Even though it looks like he's walking on the field, it it does he does put insane effort into every play. Football scary and non-football life is scary. It's all scary. At least at least, fo- at least football's the devil's you know, the devil you know. Maybe. 615-844-5600 if you want to jump in, we want to talk to you. Jump on in. Phone lines wide open back after this here on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. Traffic still looks a little bit lighter than it normally would be for some reason here on I-65, continuing south of Nashville down through Brentwood, Franklin. It's busy, but it's moving. Finally moving better out there in Rutherford County on 24 westbound. That was slow for several hours around Sam Ridley Parkway. Watch for a little bit of radar. I-40 out through parts of Wilson County. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. Check out that awesome menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-785-9132. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petit fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef? You tell them, Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarlane Show. It's Darren. It's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage. A show that's genuine, it's real, it's fun, it's passionate. We welcome your phone calls and we mean it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The show that makes the average person say, hey, I can do that. The Afternoon Stretch. The Afternoon Stretch. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. The rumor mill is a plum. I don't know if I use that no word. Shot. I'm Googling it right now. A plum. It's definitely a word. I don't know if I use well, it. Well, I right know it's two words in like, you know, I have a plum, which plums are very underrated. Very underrated. A plum. Air. Oldest son. Yeah. <laughs> no, keep going. There's got to be more definitions than just that. Every word has like 14 definitions. A that foot? is true. Um, a buzz, I think, is what I actually want to say. A plum. B with a B. Complete and confident composure 
for self-assurance. Yeah, there you go. I was right about how I was going to use this. That for sure Ryan Tannehill is now going to the Jets. That's the continuation of the sentence, by the way. The rumor mill is a plum. Everybody's confident is what I'm saying. They're all confident that Ryan Tannehill definitely going to the Jets. Listen, I don't know what the New York, New Jersey, wherever the Jets play. I don't know whatever New Jersey. That, I don't know whatever that market is. Whoever Jets fans are, just know you're not getting a diamond in the rough, misunderstood, tortured genius. You're getting, I don't, I don't even want to say it because it's too mean. Joe Flacco. No, just, you're I mean, getting... No talent. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't like Ryan Tannehill. I don't think he's going to be that good. Get Derek I'm Clark. talking about their offensive coordinator. Well, no, passing game coordinator. Excuse me. Yes. Todd Downing. Todd Downing <laughs> signs with the New York football Jets, and uh, he's going to be their passing game coordinator. I just want everyone to know, maybe because there's going to be questions on their radio stations where it's like, oh, maybe he was misunderstood, not used. It, it was Vrabel's scheme. None of that. He was responsible for one of the worst offenses in the league. So it's 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 a it's toss up here, Ryan Tannehill or uh, Derek Carr, because of the connection, obviously, of Todd Downing. That it feels like those are the two options that it seems like the Jets are going for. There's nothing better than the Jets looking at a Ryan Tannehill, Todd Downing duo, and they're like, "Run that our way." There's nothing better, nothing better than whatever that is, that thought process. The news from over the weekend, though, Ryan uh, Ryan Tannehill, nope, <laughs> Derek Carr didn't. Says he does not want to be traded to the Saints. Must be exercising his no trade clause, and they are going to be releasing him. Mm -hmm. Just true free agent, just wide open. Where does he go? Because he won't. It looks like not going back to the Raiders. That's for sure. <laughs> what are the Raiders going to do? I'm surprised they weren't able to ship him out somewhere. I yeah. really am. I'm surprised, especially with the Jets. Unless it's just he knows that he's going to get picked up with the Jets. And he just knows, like, it's cool if I leave here because I'm gonna, I'm definitely going there anyway, and it does screw over the Raiders, I guess. I mean, what, where else can he – Tampa? He needs somebody. I'm telling you, the NFC South, I'm surprised he didn't want to go to the Saints. I'm surprised he didn't want to go to the Saints. They're chock full of talent down there. Chock full of talent. Just needed a, court, yeah, what a is quarterback he, what away. Is, what does he even want? And we can't – we don't know. We all, the only thing we know about Derek Carr – is his brothers because they're the only ones that pipe up about anything. That's the craziest thing about these guys. <laughs> like they're like, we want. What do you mean we? It's not you getting traded. <laughs> what are you talking about? All right, whatever. <laughs> they shared a womb, man. <laughs> cool, <laughs> cool. I guess. Well, I, one one's an NFL quarterback and the other two aren't. One was. Was not now. Not anymore. I think that. Uh, I was. I, I'll tell you. I was really surprised he didn't want to go to the Saints. I felt like that was because the NFC South is terrible. That is. That's the. That's the promised land right now for an old quarterback trying to reinvent himself. That is the promised land. Well, all these teams are going to see what they can get away with in the draft, and if that doesn't work, then they're going to sign Derek Carr. Which is, yeah. hey, Derek Carr's career projection right now. <sighs> just an avalanche. Which is down. better, Jets or Saints? Jets. Without a doubt, the Jets are right now. Babylon? If you're going to win a division, the Saints. But a better all-around team, the Jets. You need a better – you don't want to get – you don't want to fall for this the division's easy trap because you, you get to the playoff, you want to be battle-tested. You want to be right. war-ready. Yeah, look at, the, look at the Eagles. Yeah. They weren't, they weren't ready. Well, <laughs> don't know when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it, it, that is an important piece. That is an important piece. 
No, the Jets. Hey, the Jets. By the way, we didn't even get to talk about the NFL honors. Well, maybe you guys did, and I didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't really talk about it on Friday. Jets have offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year. <laughs> Gary Wilson, Sauce Gardner. They all they had to do was just run a jet sweep, and, <laughs> and Garrett Wilson is your 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 number one player. <laughs> it worked out, I guess. But I've been saying this about the Jets. I've been saying this about the Jets, and they can't prove me right because they have a literal child at quarterback that they drafted for whatever reason. So they have to overcome that. I, but other than that, they're a solid team. Yeah, I, uh, they honestly the Jets and the, and the Saints are kind of in the same predicament because they both have good defenses. No, one's way younger, and you have be- a lot better cap space, and one is. Frankly, it seems like a trap. It, it it could be Michael Thomas. I don't know. I mean, he's just he's done, right? Like he has to be the biggest cap hit in the NFL right now. Number one is Michael Thomas coming up next season. It's crazy. He just can't stay on the field. He's good though. When oh, he plays, he's, he's good. It's 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 we're it's both absurd. Like, we're both me and Bruno are both Michael Thomas believers. That's the sad thing. Oh yeah, I'm a believer. I have eyes. I'll never change. But he will not play the game. <laughs> No, he will not play. No, the game. we're talking about Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. You see what they're suffering through. Yeah. You're never gonna, you're never gonna play football and not be hurt. You're gonna be injured. Part of the reason why I was kind of okay with like stopping is because I don't want to tear my MCLs and ACLs and PCLs and CLCLCLs CLs anymore for fifty thousand dollars. I don't want to do it. I I would be scared to do it for five hundred thousand dollars. You only get a few of these things, and they're fighting through it. Michael Thomas. Did he hurt his toe? Was it turf toe? Yeah, I th- it was. Uh, it was turf toe this most recent time. There was something I can't remember what it was. Before. And no shame. And, and I it's get like it. So Michael Thomas got his money, and he doesn't have to do that stuff anymore. And sometimes, yeah. and if you if you're like a, a competitor, would never think like that. Yeah, they would. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to fight through things for the Saints anymore at this point. There's some people that get the guaranteed money, and they're like Pat, and they're like, I'm going to put it all on the line. And there's some people who that. Have all the talent in the world, have the guaranteed money, and they're like, oh, I'm in this position. I'm going to take advantage of it, and I'm not going to play. That's Michael Thomas. But when he is on the field, my God, that is one of the best receivers in the league. Nobody can run slant better. (laughs) Nobody. Nobody. Nobody does it better than Michael Thomas. I will not. Next year, I promise. (laughs) He will not be on my fantasy team. He's in my dynasty team. What do I do? (laughs) Trade him to me for a third. I'll give you one of my firsts and him for your second round pick, or your first number two pick that you have coming up there you go we'll talk about it I, I, think about that one <laughs> think about it a little bit just think about i need it. some moves <laughs> it's getting boring on there it's getting dry uh this is a story also coming out andy reed talking about eric Bieniemy. everybody is just on fire saying eric Bieniemy is going to be an offensive coordinator on another team i do not understand it at all um andy reed's quote was if eric Bieniemy does leave he will. He hopes that he will run the show. That is the quote. Run the show. I'm thinking he's saying like a head coach. I do not understand. If Eric Benemy moves laterally to be an OC for the Ravens or the what are the Jets? Not the Jets. The the I forget the other uh, teams that he's people are hoping for that he goes to. I will be shocked. I will be flatlined if airbnb go why would you leave an oc job that you have right now what is what is the benefit people oh well he doesn't call the plays doesn't matter he's associated with the plays he's associated with the team there has to be a modicum of emotion tied into some decision making going on here that we can't understand because on every other level that's 
that you can analyze, he there's no point. That is, it's the dumbest argument. We shouldn't even be talking about it. It shouldn't even be considered. But obviously, there's something behind the scenes going on that that people are still trending this out. Or maybe it's a non-story and we're all rolling with it because the Super Bowl just ended. Now people don't know what to talk about. Sports stations across the country are just like, <gasps> we got to make something up. We actually have to work now. Just wait until Aaron Rodgers comes out of his hole, his dark hole. There's going to be a million <laughs> things about that guy. <laughs> wait, who? Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. He, does he know who won the Super Bowl? <laughs> Does Aaron, have we checked on that? He, Aaron Rodgers said, I'm going to go to a dark hole therapy, a place with no light, a room where they feed you for four days straight. You have no essence of time, nothing. The room is dark. You're stuck there. Turns out he just went to Cleveland, Ohio. But <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask this because I switch it over a little bit here. There are now with the Chiefs winning blank number of teams with three plus Super Bowl titles. Can you name the teams that have that? Well, the two obvious ones are Patriots, Chiefs, Cowboys. Three. Mm. Steelers. Four. Green Bay? Five. Good job. Yep. First one, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Lucky, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you beat up the AFL. Congratulations. Which was the Chiefs, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Chiefs. Yeah, back in the day. Um, Never the Bills. They, nope. I think they might have been there the most, <laughs> but not won it. How many teams are left? How about that when I ask this? Uh, let's see. Five more. Ravens? No. They're two. Yeah. The Bears? No. Keep going. You're missing. You're Five missing. more. It's a San Francisco. The yes. Rams. Six. Rams. No Rams. Gosh, two. I hate it. <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay? No. Mm. They only got two as well. <laughs> Brad Johnson and Tom Brady, same level of quarterback. <laughs> this, I'm literally running through all the teams right now. Um, There's one on here that is wildly. I mean, I guess it's it's definitely older for sure. Definitely older. I'm running through the teams. You wouldn't. My... It's not modern day. Did we say? Yeah, we already. Yeah, never mind. Uh, You're at five. So the ones you've listed, you've listed the Chiefs, listed the Cowboys, the Patriots. The Steelers and the 49ers and Green Bay. So you're at six. You had six. So now you got four more. Yeah, man. I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm tossed out. Devlin, you want to you want to tap out? Um, throw a team out there. We already said Pittsburgh, right? I'm we not, already said yeah, Pittsburgh. Not, you I'm said out of my mind. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, it's not. It's not the Cleveland Browns. I know. I was gonna guess that. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> yeah, it's a, Cardinals. That's what it is. It no. was a division. Uh, AFC West. No way. Mm-hmm. Seattle? That's the NFC. I am embarrassed. Uh, AFC West. <laughs> AFC, hey, hold on. There's three teams. That, it's Devlin. either the Chargers, Raiders, or Broncos. Devlin, how dare you? Broncos? How, no, shut up, Devlin. How dare you? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Elway Manning, and who else? You oh, got. Broncos. So what'd you say? Sorry, what? So it's Broncos. Broncos, another one. Elway Manning, and who else? There's one more. Is it that easy? I'm forgetting. Yeah, and in the AFC West, there's three in the AFC West that have three plus Super Bowls. I guess the Raiders. It's the Raiders. <laughs> I hey, I have no memory of any. I have no like. It's not in my mind that the Raiders have ever won a single. Super Last Bowl. time they went to the Super Bowl, right, was Rich Gannon. That was against the Buccaneers, and they lost. <laughs> the other two, the New York Football Giants. Oh, that was one that flew under the radar for us. And this yeah. one, I would never guess. 
I would never guess this. One. I I honestly did not know they had this many. Though the Washington Commanders. Yeah. But I mean, I know they've won. I just that's crazy. What years were those? It has to have been. Well, like- Doug Williams, obviously, that was just talked about a ton in this last Super Bowl. I had no idea that they had uh, that. There's that many teams with three plus Super Bowl championships now. Yeah. A better question is who has zero. <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you, it's the Titans. Half the league. It's the Jaguars. The Bills. It's actually not half the. Do the Bills have oh. one? Bills don't have one. Uh, Browns. No, Bills. Bengals. Bills have one, don't they? Browns. Bengals. Vikings. They never won. Chargers. Vikings have one. Do they? It's either they've been to one or they have one. Okay. I know they've been to one for sure. They lost to the Chiefs in Super Bowl three. Go through. Do you have the list in front of you? Here's a list of NFL teams that have never won the Super Bowl. Starting first, the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, <laughs> we all know that story. Teams that have been to a Super Bowl and never won. Cardinals, Falcons, Bills been, Panthers been, never won. Bengals been, never won. Chargers been, never won. Vikings been, never won. Titans. Ah! Mm, and been. he reaches! <laughs> it was one time. It's too soon. And what teams have never even been to the Super Bowl? I'm going to say won. Cleveland, Cincinnati. Cincinnati was in the... Oh, they were last year. I'm an idiot. Okay, take that away. So, Cleveland, and then there's three teams left. Two of them are in the same division. Jaguars, Texans. That's two, and there's one left. Cardinals. Greatest running back of all time. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit. Those are the four that have never been to a Super Bowl. Detroit, That's what I was thinking. Texans, and Jaguars. I mean, come on, Titans. (laughs) These guys... At least went. These guys never even been in the dance. What team has gone the longest amount of time without winning a division? Oh, that's got to be, this got to be the Lions, right? <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, the Browns could be up there. It's the Browns. Yeah, 19, I was about to say. 1986 was the last yeah. division title they won. <laughs> There's four teams. You're telling me you can't coin flip a year no, like yeah. a good year? That was the. That wasn't even the AFC North. That was the AFC Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was back in the 1986. Devlin, think about your de- your like most repressed elementary school memories and the browns didn't even get one back then like it's been that <laughs> long like think about your entire existence on this planet i'll never see a super bowl ever oh that's the tough thing with no how, like watching somebody like Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs like the teams that are on the bottom are probably going to stay on the bottom yeah you know what i mean like it's just what it is it's been 50 however many years the super bowls i don't i, I still don't know what number this was that's 57. how many years yeah it doesn't fit because Heinz 57, 57 years, had a thing for it. the browns have never made it to the super bowl why would i think that i'll see one what's why your best chance was baker mayfield too that's yeah. watson <laughs> Which, by the way, where's he going to end up this season? That's another one. Uh, That's tremendous. Uh, he'll probably take my spot on the showboats. That's <laughs> 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 probably they cut me for. They're like, this guy's a former first Signed, runner. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> they should just tweet that out just to do it. Uh, 615-844-5600 if you want to jump in. We want to talk to you. Final segment coming up here on the Afternoon Stretch. Good afternoon. Traffic still looks a little bit lighter than it normally would be for some reason here on I-65, continuing south of Nashville down through Brentwood, Franklin. It's busy, but it's moving. Finally moving better out there in Rutherford County on 24 westbound. That was slow for several hours around Sam Ridley Parkway. Watch for a little bit of radar. I-40 out through parts of Wilson County. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. Check out that awesome menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month 
And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your big game headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk. Eggs. 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. For this afternoon, it's going to be sunny with a high of 64. Mainly clear tonight, low 38. For Tuesday, mostly cloudy, high 66. Mostly cloudy Wednesday. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. The show that makes you thankful for Braves games. The Afternoon Stretch with Zach and Bruno and Ray. That one needs to be changed. I'm glad you said it. For, I mean, multiple reasons. Like, shout out Ray, right? Like, still with the station. Just not with the show anymore. Yeah. But Braves. I mean, it might. we're getting to the point where Braves games are about to be back on, though. We handy baseball starts Friday, <laughs> and we, we don't have a show. We, we I was gonna have a show. I was gonna suggest 
hey, maybe we can. But I totally forgot. <laughs> I was gonna be here anyways. I got. Yeah, I know. Bruno, anyway. Bruno earlier today was like, hey, I'm not gonna be able to be here Friday for somebody's wedding. Yeah. And Kyle Schmeimer. Oh, Kyle Schmeimer? Is that who it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, good for Kyle him. Schmeimer. Where's he getting married at? Sarasota, Florida, on an island. Yeah. And hey, yeah, it's. <laughs> Kyle's lucky I love him, so I'll be there. But. <laughs> Sounds like a place for me to go play golf. Um, so I wish he would have invited me, but we weren't cool. We weren't cool like that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he said, ah, "I gotta be. Can't be here Friday." And I was like, "Too bad. Gotta have you. Can't can't not have you here on Friday." And he was like, "Can't. We don't have a show Friday." Yeah. So it all works out really well. No show. Vandy baseball and the college baseball showdown kicks off. On Friday, you'll be able to hear that game right here. Three o'clock first pitch uh, on this Friday. Taking on TCU. Exactly. That's a really good game. At uh, Globe Life Stadium. Yeah, it'll be fun. That's going to be an awesome game. It'll be cool. And then next week, if you look at the Vandy schedule, we don't have a show for like – we only we're only going to have one show on Monday, I think. That's pretty – that's pretty crazy. I'm gonna ha- like. I'll have a jute. That, here's the thing about getting fired. Yeah, getting fired sucks. Oh yeah, you did get fired. Yeah, <laughs> getting fired sucks in a way. But like next Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, my responsibility is judo Wednesday night, like two hours. That's that's all I have. That's it. Bruno has. You're gonna feel like no I'm a kid on no summer vacation. <laughs> next Thursday, Fanny Boys play six fifteen. We're live from T Line. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that next Thursday? It is next Thursday. No, it ain't. That's two Thursdays from now, bud. Yeah. Zach's right. You're not, not this. This is this Thursday, right? Next Thursday. This is this Thursday. No, next Thursday week. is the last Thursday. It's the 23rd. What? Clip that real quick. Devlin is right. Hmm. Am I, what am I looking wrong at the schedule here then? I'm looking wrong at schedules. Wrong month? Maybe. Yeah. You got one over. So they're playing next Thursday. They play at six fifteen. Yes, I I thought they play four thirty next Thursday. Excuse me, I'm looking at Vanderbilt women's basketball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Devlin hey Devlin, Devlin how about you shut take up. a take a nice big hard glass to shut the hell up, huh? <laughs> Let's do that Is next that time. Is that a Stone Cold thing? Just shut up, Devlin. You ever think about it? Was that Stone Cold's thing? Oh, that's a Zach thing. <laughs> this is the best moment I've ever experienced on this show. <laughs> Why don't you crack open a can and shut the hell up, boy? <laughs> Walk mud on your ass. <laughs> Life from T-Line next week, though. Uh, <laughs> that's that's hilarious. So we're so next Thursday we have a show. Yes. Okay. We'll figure that out. I don't Whatever. Know. That that was funny. Though. Tell me before next Thursday, so I know. I'm pretty sure we do. Right now it's Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yes, it is Monday. Okay. Monday after the Super Bowl. But it's February 13th. So what does that mean? That means we have to look at what happened today in sports history. Today in sports history. That was a segue. That was I a thought you were segue. asking me a question. <laughs> I don't know. This this last segment has gone to the wolves. Hey, what day is Valentine's Day? Tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> I got to get to work. <laughs> On who? I don't know. Something. Oh, are you going to buy yourself something? Well, that's possible. Me and the wife don't celebrate Valentine's Day. 
Good for you guys. I feel like it's more stress than anything. It's an it's, economy. That's it's what an they extra say. thing. Yeah, no, it's just an extra thing. It's like, what do you, what do you, got oh, I got to prove, I got to prove that I love my wife on this one day a year. Hey, it's better than zero. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Hey, I don't know. I've seen some people married and they could use that one day. So <laughs> <laughs> they could use a day. I don't know. Stop arguing in the Waffle House. Relax. Yeah. Uh, 1912, take it all the way back there, Olympic boxing gold medalist Johnny Douglas takes, uh, five, oh, I thought this was a boxing one, 546 as England cricket team re- regains ashes with an innings, I look, I'm going to give up on this one, hey, I don't g- know what this is, move on, cricket's hey, awful, who cares, <laughs> what is cricket, I've never, like, whatever. Uh, 1922, or sorry, 1923, that is, uh, first black pro basketball team, the Renaissance organizes. There you go. It's a big day in basketball. Yeah, the Renaissance, back in the 20s. That, isn't that like the 20s? That's like, that's the Renaissance period for like all, every decade is the 20s. Or not decade, for what's 100 years? I'm about to say, there's no shot because Century. These, these 20s have frankly sucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Hmm. Some of these. This isn't as good as I thought it was today. The I'm not gonna lie. songs. Yeah. Because you thought it was a Super Bowl. No, I just figured it was something cool. You know, just because it's like something had to happen. 1937. Uh, Mary we'll get Bell. Out of 37. We're you, you know what? Next year they died. They were on D-Day. <laughs> Marable Vincent. I mean, come wins, on. Wins her ninth U.S. Figure Skating Championship. That's big. There you go. There's a lot of. There's a lot of U.S. Uh, figure skating championships going on right now. That's what happened on this day. Uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> this is a weird one. 1971, U.S. Vice President Spiro Agnew hits second tee shot into crowd while golfing, injuring two. <laughs> How did two get hit? That's awesome. I knocked off one head and hit the you other. Remember the live clip of the guy getting hit and all his buddies were like walking over his, walking over him. He just falls like. Oh, I mean, hey, this guy was screaming. Go look up, go find this clip if you can. If you're like at home listening on the show, or whatever, go find this clip. Live golfer hits crowd member because the crowd member is gets hit and he's like rolling on the floor in agony. Oh, oh, and then there's like five of his old friends are like walking over his body laughing. It's awesome. I mean. What else are friends supposed to do? Yeah. What was it, Josh Allen? That in one of the matches hit another, hit a, somebody else. I'm Good pretty name. sure there was another one that he, Josh Allen, hit some guy in the in the crowd too. Uh, hey, talk about great names. 1974, James Cool Papa Bell is named to Baseball's Hall of Fame. What a tremendous nickname, <laughs> Cool Papa. Yeah, I'm sure he belongs in there over Barry Bonds next. <laughs> <laughs> the writers really let him get in there. Yeah. Just because of that name, you get in there. Honestly, that's a tremendous name. Uh, let's see. Getting into some some of the NBA All-Star game. 18, 1983, 33rd NBA All-Star game. The Forum, Inglewood. East beats West. And that your MVP is Dr. J. Yeah, I remember Nothing him. Nothing on the, Dr. J. All right. I remember him on. from the street ball games. That's all I know about him. <laughs> NBA, what, the street mix, too. What's your memory of Dr. J? I, I got nothing. Yeah. yeah. You're not much of one. Here's a cool one. 1990, Larry Bird played for the Celtics. There you go. Ends his NBA free throw streak of how many games do you think? Mm, 26. 45. 71. Jesus. That's, <laughs> that's actually crazy. Larry Bird is good. 
1992, Jose Canseco repeatedly ramps his Porsche into wife Esther's BMW. <laughs> Jose Canseco, not a that not a uh, a guy who's going to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Fair to say, definitely should have celebrated Valentine's Day. They're one of those couples. Yeah, that, yeah. That he, he, him and his it. wife. Valentine's Day was made for him and his wife. <laughs> uh, let's see here. It kind of it kind of dribbles off at that point. 2005 NFL Pro Bowl, Aloha Stadium. Uh, the AFC beats NFC 38-27. MVP Peyton Manning. I'm pretty sure this is the Pro Bowl video that you see. Uh, Peyton Manning talking about Vanderjack, their kicker, calling him an idiot. Keeps saying our idiot kicker keeps talking. <laughs> Do you remember that? He's got a quote. He's he's on a broadcast, and they're like, "Yeah, our idiot kicker." He just keeps calling. He's like, "I think he had too much to drink." I can't remember what it was Vanderjack said exactly, but he. He said something disparaging about the team, basically. And he was like, yeah, our idiot kicker. He kicks the ball well. I wish he would shut up. <laughs> That's true. And, frank, yeah, frankly, hey, specialists, they do need to shut up. They, they need to shut up. Uh, and the very last one, uh, 2022 Super Bowl SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles Rams beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. to MVP of that game? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. That's the very that is the most recent on there. And now we're gonna have Super Bowls on this date going forward. Until they move it up one more week, which I think they're gonna do. Yeah. I think they're gonna add an extra week in the NFL season. And yeah. it's gonna be because it works out perfectly for all the United States. You at all excited for XFL kicking off next week? Mm. You even care? I mean, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm let me say this. I'm gonna keep up with it. I don't know if I'm gonna sit and watch every game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, obviously. No. no. It is kinda cool. I'm not though. building a fantasy team. It is kinda it. cool when you go to a restaurant, there's there's just football on in some form or fashion. It's just like white noise in the background. I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be going on and people are gonna be like, you know, they're that I s I tweeted that what did I tweet last night? Right as the game ended, I was like, Football is officially over, let that sink in. Yep. And Devlin threw the the sink at the door meme up. But uh a lot of people were like, Until next week. They're like XFL, and I get it, but let's be real. No, I no, I very much <laughs> real. I love spring football, but we call it spring football. You know yeah. what I mean? We don't call it football. No, it's not the National Football League. That's for sure. Nope, not college football. It's none of that. It's it's cool. It's great. Uh, the Super Bowl last night uh, drew an average audience of 113 million. Is that the most watched television program of all time? Uh, hundred and eighty-two point six million viewers watched all or part of the Super Bowl last night. Uh, I don't think that it is. It had, it had a forty share. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know if that's the largest ever. I do not know that's the largest ever. Did you have any commercials that you thought were like, oh, this is the one? The Will Ferrell one was hilarious. The electric uh, EV one. I always wonder how they do. There was the one for the Caddyshack, and like they had it. They had so many people on there. What was up with uh, Serena Williams? Was like in all the alcohol ones. They they all just owned by the same company. They must be. <laughs> but like, she was we a Remy love Martin. Serena Williams. Yeah. For those that use Tubi TV, I'm so sorry. <laughs> there was a lot of people that got that. They they got hit hard when that all of a sudden just switched and it's like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. My brother looked at me and was like, "Did you just change the channel?" <laughs> I was like, no, that was, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> it, it was as weird as the one. Remember the QR code last year when crypto was a thing? They did one this week, this oh, year. There was I an NFT for scan now, scan now. <laughs> yeah. They, no. Don't do it. Don't scan it. I wonder how many people scanned it. You know a lot. Yeah. They had 186 million. 
They had one third of the U.S. population watching. Seven million dollars to get eyes. It's not that bad of a price. All right, we're done. Appreciate everybody called in, commented, watching. How you did? Remember, nobody's told you. I love you, and you matter. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow here on National Sports Radio.